0: Hey everyone, welcome to a new episode of H2W Podcast, Zoomers take on financial independence retire early. Derek, Kevin, and Andrew, we're all in the house. And in this episode, we're going to talk about how everyone's portfolio has been doing throughout kind of a bit of a red season. And we're going to talk about meta earnings and other companies' forecasts, as well as JP Morgan saying that because most of these interest rates and inflation and kind of whatever we're feeling in the world has been priced in, it might be a good time to buy. Um, we're going to talk about what we do, what we might be doing during high inflation. And we're going to do a little spin-off kind of ramble about how do we think war might possibly impact our portfolio? Because that is something um, our generation hasn't experienced yet.
1: Anyways, welcome back to this week's podcast. Alright, uh, H2W Podcast. This week, we're going to be talking about... I mean, let's just kick it off. We'll be talking about... like <laughs> <Wait>, I just <laughs> said that. <laughs> you're Dang, right. Kevin's so aloof yeah. right now. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Anyways, we're going to kick it off with the meta earnings. So, if you guys um, who are listening haven't taken a look at the stock market and like what happened to Facebook after the earnings...
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Or meta, as like the bigger company is going to be called. And I think their ticker is going to be changing to Meta, M-E-T-A, soon. Mm-hmm. So they came out with very, very disappointing earnings and a very disappointing <laughs> forecast. So like it was a Wombo combo and they got messed up. So their stock tanked about, I think it was about 25-26% the following day. Yep. Um, wow. I don't know. So if you guys were like an early listener of uh, the HGW podcast, you know I was a big fan of Facebook back in the day. <laughs> so that, quite, that hurt quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so yeah yeah so like what do you guys think about the Facebook earnings any other like things that you guys want to mention about it Mm go ahead
0: oh, okay I guess for me it's like pretty surface level I haven't Facebook has been a company that I I might actually start getting into now that the price dropped so much um mm. because I, I I do use their products and I see it still being a, a relevant kind of thing um but in regards to his earnings, I I know that a lot of it has to do with actually I don't know this for sure, so please fact check me. But um, it, is it to do with a lot of like the regulations, like Apple has been putting on with like privacy stuff, as well as kind of like them shifting their kind of focus to the metaverse, and so all of this is kind of impacting their company as a whole in regards to its finances and also the direction in which Kind of an investor would be looking at this company and evaluating its value
2: yeah i think that's i think that's pretty spot on i, I mm-hmm. i'd say that just to add on like i think the biggest problem from what from what i've heard from people that are like hedge fund managers and stuff or not heard but seen is that they're they're not exactly sure or confident that the metaverse investments are gonna actually pan out into something that's um you know cash flowing relatively soon or even mm-hmm. um, at any time and so mm-hmm. i think like it's like kind of a double whammy, right? With like uh, ad revenue. Um, I don't think it didn't meet expectations, but. Yeah, I think it um, just met.
1: I think it was. Yeah, yeah it, it
2: just, it, it just got hit really hard. And I think they estimated it to be about like 11, 10, $10 billion in um, ad revenue being hit by mm-hmm. um, iPhone blocking or Apple blocking, basically uh, access to certain data on iPhones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean that's a that's it's pretty bad I think from a, I mean from a numbers perspective mm-hmm. uh, yeah so mm-hmm. uh, but I think I agree with you Derek like I think I am I think I was on the opposite end of Kevin when we were talking about Facebook early on but mm-hmm. I do think it's at a pretty good price if you really do believe in their metaverse plan panning out
1: uh, yeah yeah I think that's the big thing with Facebook right now I think if you, if you evaluate facebook as what it was in february when i was very bullish mm-hmm. so it did do well like post that time it in did, that video. Right? yeah it mm-hmm. did it, do, it did very well but i so think it did,
0: like half the entire time <laughs> no that's not
1: that's not true that's not true definitely periods yeah. when it, it it did it did go up yeah it, so i think in 2021 it outperformed most of the other tech companies for a little bit. Mm. Cause I mean, it was definitely a lagger in 2020 cause like Apple, Amazon, and then um, Microsoft already had their run. And then Google and Facebook had their run this last year. I see. So, I mean, the main thing about Facebook or Meta now that changed was their investments into met- the metaverse, right? Mm-hmm. And looking at them as a company, we know like ad revenue is not going to be like their main source of income or like their plan is not for that not to be like their main source of income going forward because they're investing like I think in the last quarter, they spent like $3 billion on the metaverse, like metaverse related investments, wow. which is what tanked like their their bottom line, right? And which made the miss or, or like missed the guidance or the, the expected earnings by quite a bit. So investing into meta now, I think is more interesting. It's not as clear cut so like there is more opportunity in terms of opportunity or in investing into facebook
0: well i guess like so, the question that i have is like when they're making that shift to like the metaverse does that mean that investors like kevin or other people do you feel that the runway for like their current products like facebook instagram whatsapp like it's already nearing like kind of that s-curve like the top of the s-curve and it's yeah. not you know mm-hmm. like the projected growth of those kind of products are are kind of limited
1: yeah i would say so i think in terms of just ad revenue it's going to be very dependent on like how many people are going to be on the platform and how many companies want to like advertise on facebook right hmm. and there's going to be a, with that there's advantage. always like a limit to that right i see yeah
0: and we've already kind of hit it
1: i don't think we've hit the limit i just think we're near the end of the s-curve like you know how it just okay. goes up like this and then like, it'll yes. kind of steady up. But I think you can say that with, like, Apple, Microsoft, and all of those other companies, too. Because, like, especially Microsoft, yeah. who's, like, at the end of their S-curve, they're just mm-hmm. kind of cruising, but they're still making, like, steady profit every year, right? It's just not as fast as, like, someone, if you looked at a company like Tesla. I
2: think when you look at a late stage company, it's usually about defending what they have and slowly creeping outwards, right? So Mm
1: -hmm.
2: basically maintaining their market position by kind of like, for example, like Facebook did did this all the time when Snapchat came out, they came out with their Instagram stories. And Mm -hmm. then when TikTok came out with, you know, the short form video again, they started making reels, right? So Mm -hmm. I think it's stuff like that. I think you'll start realizing, oh, they're not going to be the ones that first you know, start a trend like that. They're going to be mm. ones copying it. Same yeah. with Apple, I right? I was about oh, to say, I was even, like, it, Apple Even that.
1: like, even like, uh, Twitter. Twitter, the one thing in Twitter came, came back crazy because of this one thing. Twitter Spaces, dude.
2: Oh yeah. Like, Twitter Spaces is that.
1: huge what, What's
2: that, uh, what's that app that everyone was talking about? Clubhouse. That Clubhouse. Sorry? Clubhouse. Clubhouse. Uh, right, yeah. which basically died, right? No
0: one Oh, did. is that died. what Twitter Spaces became?
1: Yes it's even better than clubhouse in my opinion i think it's so good like it'll pull you into like your interest groups (laughs) because i'll create like based on the hashtags they'll create like interest groups and i'll just pull you in and it's just like i'll see spaces sometimes and i'm just like i'm actually gonna hop on twitter now because of that so i'm just like wow wow
0: wow wow wow. like twitter came back real big because of that
1: (laughs) (laughs) right yeah um so the interesting about thing about facebook is that well interesting or not interesting Facebook's going through something somewhat similar to Netflix, where like they kind of went through like a big like revamp of their business model. Right? Usually that that will uh, was well, not usually good for the current investors. Usually you see a very big tank in the current stock price, because like mm-hmm. it, there's a lot of uh, uncertainty in doing something like that, right? Because you're moving exactly. away with something that was proven and you're going th- into something that's very risky. Mm-hmm. Right. So. I mean if you believe in like that investment I think Facebook's like a great investment for like now 10 years like right, in, yeah. so like right like you're going to even look further now for Facebook so and I probably see more
2: um, more news in the coming days but I mean mm-hmm. I know when Netflix tanked uh, there was a lot of news around uh, Bill Ackman buying up a whole bunch of shares yep. um, kind of like emboldening like his position that they're going to they have a lot more to grow so mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. But Facebook's still continuing down, dude. They're about to break, if they break 200, if they break 200, I'm gonna buy more. Like, 100%. <laughs> mm, yeah, I should, okay, I should no, not investment advice. Not investment but, advice I, I, yeah, not I understand. mean,
2: like, I think, like, fundamentally, we always talk about, like, you know, always choose companies you believe in, and, like, not hmm. next year. Like, you want to be at least, you know, like, I would say five years comfortably, hmm. like, you believe that they'll have a trajectory that goes upwards, so. Yeah. I think as long as you believe that, regardless of the price, it shouldn't really matter. Uh, my yeah. opinion.
1: Yeah. And the other the emotions. other thing that I believe in Facebook is <laughs> <these> emotions. <laughs> the other thing I believe in, I also, I think I mentioned this in our group chat, but I believe in the talent that Facebook's pulling in. So I think mm, t- right. Facebook's really good at picking up talented developers. And right. any company that can do that can like, uh, maneuver their businesses really easily. So I think mm. Facebook's in a great spot in terms of that so i think i'm not really worried (laughs) i guess this kind of segues
0: us this kind of segues us into like our next topics is like Mm -hmm. you know we mentioned that if we really believe in these companies on like a five-year horizon that things will just be up and coming but is that true because i think there are external factors that could affect the entire stock market right like inflation Mm -hmm. or war and so maybe we can touch on those topics too
1: Hmm. i mean talking about the five-year timeline i think when andrew and i are like we try to invest in companies with a very very long timeline you too right dick like probably like 10 to 30 years almost but you can't really see that far is, hard. I think 15 yeah, is yeah, like, 15. yeah what 30? Yeah, 15 yeah.
2: as like you have like a five percent like yeah, 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 even yeah. Been remotely close yeah
1: yeah so I think looking at a company in five-year time frames a little easier so that's why we usually say five not sure not sure and then the thing is about the next five years is not gonna be very smooth at least not as smooth as last so I think not I think smooth. the next two years are gonna be rough pretty rough just like figuring out how like Andrew Andrew brought up war recently. And then there's also the inflation right. problem. Yeah. I think after the next two years, next two to three years, I think we're chilling. Or hard chilling.
2: I, I, I think to your point about the next two years, like I think to some sense, you're basically saying, like if someone was to listen to this and be like, okay, Kevin says, you know, next two years is gonna be rough. So I should buy in year three, right? But I think- no, the, I, like yeah. the, Fundamentally, the problem with that perspective—I'm not saying that's what you're espousing, Gavin, but like, I think the yeah, problem with yeah. like that is that we don't know if it's exactly two years. We don't even know if yes. people have priced in what's going to happen in two, for the next two years, right? And right. I think one perspective that um, you know I've been I've been hearing it from JP, uh, JPM, which is uh, JP Morgan, one of the biggest banks in America, uh, is that's that Chase, right? uh, yeah, yeah. JPMorgan Chase uh, basically mm-hmm. saying that everything in the stock market. Uh, equity space is already pricing in the um, at least the recession the, not the recession but the um hopefully not recession mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. so, well so if it's already if priced in, in <laughs> the rate yeah if it is priced if they priced in like a potential recession i would have bought like crazy right now I would, honestly <laughs> i would have i would have gone on margin like 10x or something as much as i could
1: if, if they price in a dude, dude i don't think we would want to see them pricing in a recession so pricing in a recession would probably take us lower than uh, March of 2020.
0: Yeah, we would just so I'll make most
1: investors ideas. in the last two years. Now. No, no, it's. I think it's possible that if we we might go into a recession. Like it is a chance. There is always that chance, right? Yeah. If they mess this up pretty hardcore, we're so gonna go into a recession. <laughs> it's
2: it's kind of like on the on the federal like the chair like the board members and Jay mm-hmm. Powell to kind of figure out how to, you know increase rates but not at a pace where people are going crazy and selling off their positions expecting mm-hmm. something really bad to happen right? so it's yeah, like a balancing yeah. act yeah yeah and not even like
1: not even like not worrying about raising it too quickly they also need to worry about like raising it enough where actually inflation comes down right right so if inflation doesn't come down we're still in like a pretty i think it'll be even a shittier situation if they start raising rates oh, yeah. slowly and like interest rates still continue to go up and i think the only time that's inflation, ever happened in inflation yeah inflation continued to go up i think the only other time that happened was during the great depression so mm. in terms of like so in terms of like historically how bad it's been when like they they're not strict enough I think I'm actually more okay with like them being more, a little bit more strict than being a little bit too too lenient in, in some cases. But, yeah. Okay,
2: obviously, we haven't lived through the Great Depression, and I don't think <laughs> right, I have. Right, right. I, obviously, I don't have enough like um like knowledge on that 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 period of time. But I feel like there hasn't been anything very severe where like. We're like, you know, like CPI related stuff. So things like the things that we buy in the supermarket are extremely expensive compared to what they were before. Like, at yeah, least yet. from my perspective, yeah. yeah. Maybe like, yeah. maybe that's not the whole entire, you know, like the whole entire picture. Um, obviously it's mm-hmm. not because they don't just factor in CPI, but I don't know. I just feel like there hasn't been anything significant, like really severe where it's like, oh, like this is gonna, this is gonna screw us over
0: yeah and like right. a lot of
2: the well
0: from the discussions around kind of inflation it's 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 potentially due to kind of the oversupply of money right that the federal reserve was printing out back when the pandemic first hit and then also just kind of the supply chain issues and these are hopefully very temporary in a sense because you know we stopped printing money and supply chain issues well technically not yet stopped yeah i don't think we, oh, stopped. we haven't stopped
1: yeah, this is- we haven't officially stopped yet. So, oh, I think stop. So, stopping. So, well, when we stop printing, technically, is when we start like. But when the government starts, I think, selling off their, their balance sheet. Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, so they need to start selling off the balance sheet. And they haven't started that yet. Okay. So, okay. that's the other thing that where I'm like, I don't know if JPM is correct in saying that everything's priced in yet. Because usually when we see them start selling off their balance sheet, we see markets fall even a little more, right? So I don't, I don't think everything is priced in yet. Yeah, like
0: who has thought of that? I definitely have not thought of that.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, it it could be like a, I mean, the conspiracy could be that they want people to, uh, to buy it, buy and hike the prices back up so they can sell off the positions. Yeah, they can sell off, <laughs> and so they can yeah. buy the treasury bonds. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the federal notes,
2: federal notes, yeah, but
1: yeah I don't, I don't know we'll see I, yeah i don't know i don't know how mm. okay so I mean, let's, we can't let's know. just take, like there's yeah, no yeah, way we, don't we know. can though so based on yeah, like yeah. how you've this seen the market the currently guys mm-hmm. do you guys think it's priced in like let's just make a vote today and we can keep track of this do you think the bottom is already priced in or do you think we still got a i don't little think the bottom is
2: priced in what do you <laughs> mean by bottom
1: like um, you like what was it? last week was the lowest
2: well i mean like uh, what i'm trying to get at is that, like what is what is bottom to you is it mean, yeah, like, like pricing like in like interest, like yeah. recession are we are we pricing in, what are we pricing in basically
1: well in terms of like pr- yeah you're right okay so like saying like at current valuations recession
2: no we're or like current valuation okay
1: or current valuation is just the price hikes or the interest rate hikes Oh, okay. Let's okay, let's do let's separate okay. the votes. So, like the first vote <laughs> okay. would say, "Do you guys think that the interest rate hikes are priced in?"
2: Yes, I think so. I,
1: think I so. actually don't think so. I think they they only really price in the first interest rate hike. So well, you don't I think, think like
2: everything. So, yeah. so I think there's two parts, two components of this, right? So, there's like also the perspective. The first, there's also the perspective that when the market, quote unquote, prices in. It doesn't necessarily mm-hmm. mean that it's um, like I guess people are selling off all the time. It could mm-hmm. also mean that after a, like a slight sell off, people are actually looking uh, prospectively and beyond the rate hikes like right, up into right, next right. year. Right. So there's a mm-hmm. possibility of that. And regardless yeah, yeah. of whether or not it's tanked enough, it could mean that investors are actually not considering it anymore because they already right. know it's going to come back down at one point.
1: Right. right so that's right.
2: one. And then two is, you know, also like it's literally fracturing in What's gonna happen in the next couple of months the, right. this year? Mm-hmm. So that's what so you're saying. About. Yeah,
1: yeah. So you're saying, yeah. considering those factors, do you think it's already priced in?
2: So I think, I think right now it's kind of on the cusp, but I would say that for the most part, people are looking beyond because you see a lot of the growth stocks that have tanked really bad slightly mm-hmm. come back up and people buying into them and starting new positions, right? That and is so,
1: true. Yeah.
2: Like Netflix, for example. Yeah. Even right. though that's on a micro scale, but I still think mm-hmm. on a macro scale, people feel confident enough to put start a position, right?
0: Mm-hmm. I just feel like, yeah. I feel like if we So I definitely don't think a recession is perfected at all because people would be hurting.
1: <laughs> do you think a recession would happen? So do you guys know the definition of a recession?
0: Oh, wait, I, I feel like the definition of a recession is different, right? Isn't that like just yeah. like a red like red for three months or something no
2: so that's a bear
1: market that's a bear market
2: Uh, oh is it two two quarters
1: yeah two quarters of negative uh gdp growth that is a recession growth yeah yeah so the thing is like technically a recession is not too hard to or
0: to get
1: not too hard for a, a recession to occur especially with like omicron factors interest rate hike factors
2: but like do you especially we came from right so, like, so many we're adding so many variables to this question right yeah i know which i think no. i think speaks to the complexity of how difficult it is to see whether or not the market has thought about this right yeah yeah, yeah. but i mean like for omicron i th- i personally think that we've already kind of gotten past it i think most people think that it's over mm-hmm. even though it's not i'm not saying it's yeah. over but i think the market thinks it's over Mm-hmm. I I personally think so, right? So, yeah. yeah.
1: But then, do you think, like, it didn't? It's not going to affect like future, future spending, right? Because the GDP growth is like how much people are spending. It's like pretty big on like how much people are spending, right? Because like how much people are spending directly impacts like how companies make money. How companies make money and like afford to like mm-hmm. recycle that money into like other ventures, right?
2: Yeah.
1: So if you if omicron did take effect in like jan january to like for this current quarter january to march i mean i think it definitely did cuz if you look take a look at like how uh, how certain businesses are doing because like they're short staff um, like even airlines are short staffed everyone's really short staffed right so like they can't produce as much right and right. that just inherently reduces how much people going to spend so that, and that's coming off of a quarter where like there's massive spending from October to December. Mm-hmm. Massive spending in that quarter. So that we just so need I mean, one more quarter. And then, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we just need one more quarter, like just for some reason from March or like April to June goes a little poorly. There's a chance we go into recession because there's two negative growth quarters, right?
2: So I think, so I think one thing is to think, to note that I think for the most part the market thinks that omicron is coming to a close i think so Mm -hmm. uh but if it's not like that the market actually isn't factoring that in and or sorry let's just say omicron isn't coming to a close and it's actually Mm going to continue for the next two years you know knock on what it doesn't but
1: two years damn
2: no two years i mean think about it then investors will definitely pull money out of the markets you know yeah most people are probably thinking that omicron is going to be relatively contained and kind of be like a seasonal flu at least by you know next year 2023 mm-hmm. i think mm-hmm. personal on a personal yeah. level like what do you guys think that omicron's gonna well be? i think
1: omicron's gonna be over by June, over right, by the summer sure yeah yeah sure yeah personally
2: i i, I think it's on the debt uh, like it's decreasing you
1: know,
0: right you Right. Talent.
2: but then like, just say like you know the world health organization comes out and says something like oh we're we think turn into a over- zombie if you get omicron <laughs> yeah something like that a new routine yeah. i already know i already know the market hasn't even thought about that kind of stuff right and imagine that okay. like you said the real impact on the economy like you know right people right. staff, businesses shuttering that's a yeah. recession i think that's yeah. like a catalyst where recession actually happens but
1: that's true but then like what is it so like so we already got impacted by omicron this quarter right and i do think omicron's already priced in and it's like done like no one cares because there was a new variant of omicron I don't there's think many people one. heard about it. Yeah, no, no, no. Okay. Oh, there's
0: a new one, like other the than. A- the oh, oh, I heard about yeah. that one
1: actually. Okay, there oh, okay, okay, good, good, good. I mean, that's a little bit better. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I'm just saying that, like, because what the Fed are, it's just the timing of everything, right? So Omicron was the first quarter, then the Fed are raising rates in the next quarter. And they have to raise rates again in the following quarter. So it's just, like, multiple quarters of, like, higher, like, situations where people would have to spend less. So money just push us into a recession that people don't expect to occur, you know?
2: So so I, I was listening to the All In podcast, and one of the perspectives, So you talked about this topic as well. Oh, did, one too. of the perspectives that someone shared, I forgot who exactly, but they were sharing that, you know, um kind of uh, in, in contrast with March of 2020, today in 2022 a lot of people actually have a lot of spending money in, it's in savings saved up. I don't know how mm-hmm. true that is. that's just. No, it true, is, true. I, I saw a news article no, 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 about that true. too. True. Yeah right. yeah And so th- what they were saying is that um, people actually look kind of saving that stuff to start using as you know things restrictions get lifted, they can travel and whatnot. Um, mm-hmm. And one of the things was saying that people think, usually what ends up happening in, in where recession starts is when people start spending less because there's, the, there's less money to basically, for them that they're receiving to spend, right? Mm-hmm. Generally is what ends up to, to less spending, but because so much money is actually still sitting in people's bank accounts, the, they're more willing to spend stuff that they're, um, I guess, that doesn't impact the day to day. And mm-hmm. ends up kind of like alleviating some of that downward pressure of people not wanting to basically buy goods. Mm-hmm. Um, right. mm-hmm. So whether or not that pans out, uh, who, who knows, but I can see how stuff like that can make a huge impact.
1: Right, right. right. Because but like imagine
2: with... we hit, we were in a situation just like, you know, March of 2020 right now, and no one has money like that. Right. I feel like it's a completely different story.
1: Right, right. But then, but then, so you got to consider. If people are gonna have so much saved out to spend and then things are increasing in price because of the interest rates yeah. right, going up, then wouldn't that just make inflation worse? I think there's and a then lag that would cause
0: the And then the your power. Like, oh, well,
1: I mean CPI So if they see CPI data come out, right? With yeah. like people paying for more of these goods, even though the goods were increasing because of interest rates, right? Because now companies yeah. need to increase rates or prices, then yeah.
0: Then that's then, and
1: consumers keep doing paying, yeah. You get inflation like major inflation, so then the okay. Fed might have to shift again. And this is the decrease, decrease, no, 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 no choose no. your own adventure. No, then now instead of like a quarter percent, they'll go like half a percent up, mm-hmm.
0: like okay. And then stocks will go down 50 again. basis
1: points, and then that's, they'll shock the entire market, and then it's like it goes down. And then what if like price shocks or like interest shocks don't work, right? Interest rate increases, so, don't so work. basically,
2: you're saying that if demand side ends up being too powerful, too, the, yeah, too the Fed has to actually react even stronger, you're saying.
1: Yeah, they would have to, right? Because inflation they, I mean, is continuing but, to go up.
2: But no. I mean, like, I think this is a supply <laughs> side issue, right? Like for the most part, this is a supply I, side so issue. So
1: I, I agree with that. But the thing is like, if they raise pr- interest or rates in general, it's gonna raise costs, even though supply might return to normal. And, if things return to normal, doesn't it doesn't mean that companies are inherently required to reduce prices. Right?
0: Yeah, they probably... Like,
1: yeah, so if you look at like Chipotle... If you look at Chipotle, they increased their stake, their stake bowl. <laughs> right? But, but they said this in the earnings. They increased their stake bowl just as like, a oh. test. To see if people like stop paying for it, right? People mm. just kept buying it because like they have it's the, the money loyalty, it's chipotle okay yeah. I mean, okay maybe 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 that's like the iphone when did the iphone go from 300 to a thousand
2: bro <laughs> <laughs> okay
1: that was it's actually weird. just like things getting moisture they were just
2: like let me let me uh make let me just Max increase my 100%. margin on your guys because you guys are gonna buy anyways
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but that brings us back to like forecasts and like facebook and, like, facebook and all that stuff they a lot of these companies that were giving their forecasts they were saying that the main thing that they have a lot of power in was uh pricing power
0: right I, setting their they're mind. saying that
1: customers are willing just to pay because like they can just set whatever price they want so that that brings in another fear that people have so much saved up right now they can actually spend it so that that is another issue so i don't yeah. i actually don't so there's a lot of factors. Basically, it's this is a TLDR of what Jay Powell needs to
2: think about. <laughs> yeah, that's just right. About
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dude, There's like always issues that come up, right? Even like even though you like brought up something that's good, there's always like a downside to that, right? If you right. it's like the, the extreme side of that is always right. Bad.
2: It's a balancing act. It's you don't want too much of either side, right? Yeah.
1: Exactly. Right.
2: This is why it's hard, as you know, it's. It's like at least in some most cases you can just try really hard, or do something really extreme, and then you'll solve the problem. Because mm-hmm. like let's just say that the the I don't know the threshold to solve a problem is in the middle. This is the beginning. For the most part, if you try this amount, right, you'll still solve the problem. If you try this amount, you'll still solve the problem. You solve this amount, you solve the problem, right? Mm-hmm. I guess you can't audience, audience this listening to the <laughs> like it's yeah, like, yeah, like basically plus five, plus two, plus one of what the threshold is of solving a yeah. problem, right? But Jay Powell has got this problem where the threshold is actually two sided, right? You gotta go right in the middle, otherwise yeah, you, if you go too much, you basically create new problems, right? Oh, uh,
0: he's yeah, he's doing a titration with the economy. A titration. Mm, I don't know what that. that You guys, you did in the the titration <laughs> chemical thing where you like drop the things and you turn it like pink. And oh, yeah, yeah. Much, oh, it and, DNA, right? and then if you don't do it enough, it still says, like, clear. And you just want like, yeah, pink. Yeah. I see, okay. I see. I remember. I did that in chemistry. Cam once. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. But. <laughs> Anyways.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think. I don't know. Like, I was always on the side of, like, not for him not to do too much. Honestly, I'm almost getting to the point where I'm just like, just like shock everyone, just do it, and then just call it a day. That's what I would Kevin, hope for. Everyone's
0: a strict dad. Kev- Kevin, you have, a strict. you have cash, bro? Like, why,
1: why are you so... No, why no, do you want some
2: extreme measures? It's, a it's just...
1: No, because like, when you... <laughs> I think as I was considering more of the issues that comes with like a slow price hike or interest rate hike...
0: You just want to just rip the day a day. Little
1: more yeah, just, yeah, becomes, yeah, yeah, exactly. It becomes a little more depressing, and I don't want to deal with like the pain that like, comes in between. Well,
2: okay, I'll give you some hope. I'll give some uh, listeners some hope because you just like you just made it super like bearish right now.
1: <laughs> Not like, bearish. I'm, I'm just something. like send us into a recession that I, lasts like I, I, four I, months <laughs> and will come back.
2: <laughs> I think um... Uh, also recession. Okay, as as I think when you say it's something like that, you gotta realize that there's real world impact, right? People right. People lose right, right. jobs people yeah, yeah. you've had to foreclose right you no one wants that right 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 no one wants that but i think to <laughs> to the reason why they're doing slow rate hikes is to buy time to make more concrete decisions right they're still not sure yeah. whether or not this is a supply side issue with the supply chain being really mm-hmm. you know effed up right so yeah. at least if you do it in increments a, a small increments you can let time play out and let some things resolve and I think a lot of people are saying by the end of this year supply chain will 100% be resolved and maybe even be more efficient than it ever was right so
1: I, I think that's true I think supply chains are going to resolve by the end of the year especially because omicron I think it's going to end by summer I, my thing is I just don't see how they're going to recover from uh, interest rates or not interest rates inflation inflation yeah, I don't see well, you, I mean, how they're gonna I mean, they're recovering from that yet.
2: I'm not a macro economist, but to some extent, yeah. you can. As I mean, if you just if you're a supplier or you're a manufacturer, you can kind of decrease price as you have more supply. I mean, think about it. Yeah, on yeah, a that, but now. that's the
1: hope, right? That's the hope.
2: I mean, if you study microeconomics, you get the X, right?
1: Yeah, you have yeah, competition a too. Supply is a
2: downward minus X. <laughs>
1: i think it depends line, on the area right so they, like I, I think it depends on competition right so there's certain fields that don't have that much competition like sure. farming but
2: the cpi i mean cpi data usually is comprised of things that the everyday good person needs like goods that yeah, like are commodities. food staples yeah yeah so not yeah. commodities not commodities but like this. it's basically
1: a commodity like milk is a commodity
2: sure sure but but basically things that every the average person needs right Mm-hmm. So I, there's a lot of competition. If there's no competition yeah. at Space, we had a problem to start off with.
1: I mean, that's true. But I don't know. I mean, let's hope they reduce prices. And then when supply chains come back, right? So I think that's the bull that's the, that's the, like the best bullish case. Like Jerome Powell does nothing. Maybe like 0.25. Supply chain recovers by like late, probably fall. And then like everything's Life chilling, so then like again. interest rates come down.
2: S P does thirty percent. Also, again. buy time for Omicron, right? Yeah,
1: that's true. That's true.
2: Honestly, but- though, it's, it's, most of America has already is living like Omicron doesn't exist today. So, I know. That's that's true.
1: True. I'm here in Boston, we're, so we're, we're sick of it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Okay, so like we haven't ta- touched this topic a lot yet. So like, what do you guys think? Um, how war is going to affect the markets because there might be war incoming. So what do you guys think about that?
2: We don't have any experience. So it's a preface that. to preface the, the listeners, um, the war, the potential war we're talking about is the mm-hmm. conflict in, in Ukraine where Russia just, has deployed or mobilized a lot of their forces around their shared borders mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and NATO is getting involved and the U S is getting involved, um, because it kind of destabilizes that region if Russia decides to invade Ukraine. Right? And there's a lot of NATO allies. I don't think Ukraine is one, but a lot of yeah, NATO, NATO members in that area that are along the Russian kind of borders. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we've we've lived through like one, say a hand, handful of wars. Right. A little. Worse. I guess it, de- yeah. it depends on what you define, but you know the yeah. war on terror that started with Bush,
1: yeah, um, two thousand one.
2: Yeah, we also. And had, then that uh, was like.
1: I feel like that was almost like a continuation of like the, the Iraq War.
2: Like the Gulf I'm Wars. Sure. Yeah, we had the
1: Gulf Wars. I don't know exactly. So we we've experienced it a little bit. It kind of ended. I mean, technically it ended last year, or.
2: What did econ- I, guess you, I mean I didn't't I I'm, I'm not sure but what did the economy do during that period like I know someone said that it started recession but like I don't know if it's t- they're, they're talking about that particular instance
1: I think every war pushed us into some kind of recession so 2001 I mean obviously that was the that was the tech and telecom boom. It's kind of funny how oh, totally. it just lines up. I
2: actually, is it really 2001?
1: Yeah, it was but 2001.
2: 2001, jeez.
1: Yeah, so it's interesting how everything just kind of lines up, right? Right. So like 9-11 happened, markets crashed, hmm. tech crashed, everything just crashed, right? Hmm. I don't think things recovered. I don't think most of the tech sector recovered until like 2010, so post, or 2011. It's like post, post like second recession. So,
2: wait. If let's just say the U.S. enters a war with uh, Russia tomorrow, what are you doing with your portfolio? <laughs> with
1: Russia? I'm gonna be investing into Derek's company.
2: <laughs> it's my company, Apple.
1: <laughs> Boeing. Boeing. <laughs> 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 calls, calls on Boeing. Calls on Boeing. <laughs> or Lockheed. Oh. I mean, I think. What is it? War always boosts like the. The military sector, right? So anything, yeah. any, com- I don't know what's it called, the weapons sector. Defense. What do the oh, people like call? The, it? Oh, defense, geez. defense.
2: The PC term is yeah, defense, <laughs> defense spending. But really, yeah. the real term is mil- military. What's uh, it called? I don't know what the word is.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Anyways,
2: Stark Industries before, Sorry.
0: Before, yeah. Tony Stark. <laughs> before Tony Stark, before Tony Stark.
2: I, yeah, I, I wouldn't be, be doing do
0: anything different, to be honest.
2: You don't want to do anything different, really?
1: Really?
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm just buying pretty much. I'm an index guy, remember? Nothing, nothing really. <laughs>
1: <true>. <laughs> you don't go into bonds? Like an index bonds? Bonds index?
2: What, what, so, what would happen to bonds?
1: Bonds are stable. It's just like, I think stocks might be a little more. You can write off the, the war military.
2: with bonds, right? Whereas you oh. can. So I think some of our strategies kind of revolves around there being some level of geopolitical like stability. Oh, I, I see. Once, we, once we, t- we topple that, then we we're, we're, who cares I mean, about the metaverse? <laughs> Wars happen. <laughs> it really doesn't matter, dude, honestly. <laughs> um, and then you think about like why people invest in third world uh, third world countries and like secondary markets. Uh, it's because they don't necessarily have very geopolitically stable um, nations, right? That allows mm-hmm. for people to buy things at very cheap prices. Mm-hmm. Um, whether or not it pans out for that that nation that the company is in, like it becomes like a the leader or like a, a you know someone that is or a nation that is really stable, who knows? Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, if U.S. went to war with Russia. I feel like I would be like I would sell. Honestly, I think I would sell a lot.
1: <laughs> I don't think I don't think I I would have sold that much, but I think. For me, the two there's two things. If we go into war with specifically Russia, I go into defense stocks, so like Boeing, Lockheed, and then security or cybersecurity companies, mm. because Russia is yes, known yeah. for doing cybersecurity attacks or cyber attacks. Mm-hmm. So those would be the top two sectors I would go into. Um,
2: would you get rid of also, positions?
1: No. Well, I mean, like most of my entire positions are.
2: I doubled I down mean.
1: on Palantir. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you just doubled. <laughs> true, that's one. They do, they do both. So they do analytics, they do defense, a bunch of like uh, government uh, contracts. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, companies like that would do really well in a war period, a wartime period, and true. But the only thing for me is like I don't know how involved we're gonna be with this war. Like it seems like Biden's he just kind got of got out of one. Yeah, Biden's kind of a little too touchy. You know, like he's kind of, he wants to be he's too it, touchy.
2: Actually. His love language. He's like he was going to touch. Um, without going into too much, cons- actually, well, I'll I'll save it. I'll save this for off, off- podcast conversation. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I don't get any steam if someone listens to this. <laughs> what do you mean? I think it's fine. I think we're. I I don't think he's gonna do anything honestly, but. For more information on how we're going to be dealing with our portfolio, watch us on the next episode of h 2 w Podcast. So we'll see you guys next time.
0: (laughs) Sounded so like PBS. (laughs) Like like on the next episode of Arthur
2: or something. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Wait, I was going to say, so...